Welcome to Best Song Ever. It's me, the island man, the ocean man himself, Luke LeBen. And alongside me, as always, is my dear friend Kevin Connor. What's up, Kev? I'm uh, here living on island time. I know, you're, we're recording remote as always, but there's palm trees and waves crashing and and uh, yep. is that a mixed drink in a coconut yep i'm uh i'm on the back of the turtle from majora's mask who's got like palm trees and so it's pretty sick i got this setup where i'm just like living on this turtle island uh it's no i'm just joking that i'm in hilton head that's in hilton head island it's not as glamorous as the turtle island from majora's mask but. well what could be and I'm not actually there right now. When when the listener hears this, I will be living on island time. Uh, it's an audio illusion. But, yes, I am on a vacation this week, so Kevin's holding down the fort. And uh, we, uh, we're just going to talk about the music we've been loving. And uh, first up, before we get into that, uh, Spotify just did this thing for me and only me only you do it for anyone else which have you played far cry 5 yes i have because that's only you by the platters which i love that song is the like cult activation song that gets you to kill people so that's what i thought of when i saw only you i was like is kevin sending me that platter song is he trying to set me off to go on a murderous rampage not yet soon that's that's when you play some ska <laughs> and then i just go <laughs> Ska's <off>. your <laughs> activation and i'm just like gah, 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 just murdering yeah just a just a murder skank across the country <laughs> actually for me it would probably make sense if my activation song was the thong song <laughs> <laughs> no but then you get activated all the time like it needs to be right. something you don't listen, listen to, to yeah. it constantly oh okay so something i don't listen to yeah like fallout boy could be your activation song so yeah, Spotify made this only you thing. It seems similar to what they do at the end of the year where they like review your listening. Uh, but I we thought Kevin had the idea that we could compare ours and see uh, what results we got. Yeah, you know, this is really just a uh, an example of, of big tech scraping us for all of our data. But uh, Exactly, and knowing us way too well. Yeah, but it's fun. Like a you know, Facebook steals my data and just sells it to advertisers. Spotify's like, we think you'd like this song. And right. also probably sells it to advertisers. And also we're going to sell it to advertisers. But... Like how you need to work for uh, one of these big tech companies in convincing people to give up their data. I mean, not that they have trouble with that, but yeah. you're like, yeah, they're taking our data, but it's fun. <laughs> but we'll make you a cool playlist. Yeah. I'd be like, all right. Um, so I'm curious, Kev, what was your ma- your weird mashup, or what did they call it? Hold on, let me get to the end and see what they call these. What was your most unique artist pair? Okay, uh, this made a lot of sense, I think, because it was a recent release, and then an artist who I would have been listening to for the podcast. I had Fall Out Boy and Le Imperatrice. Oh, okay. So That's I believe we uh, 
we talked about the new Le Imperatrice album just yeah. before I played Fall Out Boy or Fake Out Boy on the podcast. Right, so you went right to that. And uh, mine was uh, The Avalanches and Taylor Swift. Which, That's, I mean, makes sense. Those are two of my favorites right there. Yeah. You were just, you were just making a pivot. Sense. Yeah, exactly. A, a swift... A swift pivot. A swift avalanche. A swift avalanche. Um, and then I listened through time. Did wow, you? Don't we all? Did, so what years did you get? I got 2000, 1968, and 2021. Okay. I got 1977 with Joan Armitrading, which I went on a... Uh, that was for my... And this next one, 1966 with Norma Tanga. Uh, were both from uh, my classic Folk Finds playlist. So I dug into some 60s and 70s folk. And then 2021, Serpent with Feet, obviously. I listened to stuff in 2021. But they chose Serpent. That's cool. Uh, my 2021 pick was Japanese Breakfast, which makes a lot of sense, because I definitely oh, nice. hit B-Suite a lot in like my current playlist. Uh, and yeah. then I had, in 2000, Daft Punk also... Uh, very podcast related, but something I listened to a lot right, this year. Right, and 1968 with Marvin Gaye. I've just got him in a ton Ooh, of like old Marvie playlists. Baby. So uh, he certainly shined through. Nice. Um, my unique genre combination is music podcasts, indie hip hop, and power pop. Uh, I'm pretty sure the only music podcast I listen to is ours so i don't know where, <laughs> I, uh, where, where they got that from i also had music podcasts i briefly switched to spotify for like all my podcast listening um yeah because i don't usually listen on spotify. and then i switched away from it but i had music podcasts vapor soul which i don't know what that is and indie <laughs> punk which does make sense okay cool man yours are more interesting than mine i just said indie hip-hop and power pop um my my unique moment is and it, when I was going through it said uh, something about like playing Fellowship by Serpent with Feet at night is just so you <laughs> you know like okay I guess so I do listen to that song a lot I played it on here yeah uh, and apparently I do it at night a lot <laughs> mine was kind of weird too I think I figured it out though mine was playing Angels Like You by Miley Cyrus in the evening. And what I think that uh. is, is that was the later release from last year. And if I was, like, listening to music while I was doing something on my computer, like, the later it gets at night, like, the less I care what I'm listening to. I'm just like, just keep it going. Let's let's keep going. Just put Miley on. And that, no, but that album cover is very eye-catching. So if yeah. I was, like, quickly scrolling through my Spotify, it would you end there. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, that's my uh, favorite time to listen to Miley Cyrus when I'm not paying attention to the music I'm listening to. <laughs> oh, man. Hannah Montana's going to show up and kick your ass. <laughs> oh, I'd like to see her try. <laughs> she puts out that blonde wig, dude, and she'll, she'll fuck your shit up. That's true. She's got a wrecking ball, too. <laughs> Those things hurt. No, that's Miley. Hannah's her friend. Oh, okay. Right, right. Um... 
now we are on to my audio birth chart. I don't understand how it's a birth chart. It's I don't like a either. zodiac thing. But I liked this because this seems very accurate. My sun sign, which was like my most listened to, is Claude. And I'm like, of course. Okay. Claude is my favorite. So that makes sense. My here, Moon why sign. Don't, why don't I give you my sun sign? Okay, yeah. What's your sun sign? Daft Punk. Oh, okay. A lot of Daft Punk this year, so they they showed through yeah. a lot in this. That makes sense. DP. It was the year they broke up. Sad. Yeah. Uh, my moon sign. It's funny because these two were like two of my favorite albums early on, and have stayed some of my favorites. But is the Staves, which was my most emotive artist. So like Claude and the Staves were two of my early favorites, and they've held out. So uh, my moon yours? sign is also very emotive. It's uh, Babe Heaven, which I played on the pod. Yes. And that yes. album's very uh, very appropriate, I think. For, I don't know if this is like for nighttime, but it feels like it works. Yes. Well, nighttime is when you go to the afterlife for pigs. Um, I'm, oh, I'm really interested, actually, to hear your rising sign. But my rising sign is AG Club, which... Uh, I know there were multiple texts to our thread where I sent their album and you went, my expectations, because the albums are called my, uh, fuck your, fuck expectations, your expectations, part one yes. and two. Um, and you'd be like, no, my expectations. Um, but yeah, I love them and I've been, uh, they've definitely been the rising one, a discovery that I was like, oh shit, these guys are amazing and, uh, have been going back to a lot, so. That was a good one. What's yours? Uh, mine was an album that I was late to and has certainly entered my rotation a lot. Uh, Arlo Parks. Oh yeah, nice. So that like I I was like a month late on that album. I don't I just don't know how I missed it. And then it's been played a lot lately. That was another early one. That was yeah. like February, I think. Um, and then Arlo Parks was an option for my dinner party, but I think I picked Serpent with Feet over her. I have for those I love Kiwi Jr. and Serpent with Feet at my dinner party. Oh, I uh, I did Run the Jewels, oh, Phoebe Bridgers, and Soccer Mommy. Oh, are you kidding me? That dinner party's amazing. We have a few things that I wanted to follow up on from our last episode, so let's go to corrections and reflections. So. I wanted to follow up on a couple of things from our last episode two weeks ago. First up, Wasp update. Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, had the exterminator come out. No wasps or bees that I can see. So I uh, survived, luckily. And luckily, we had my real-life birthday party, not the fake podcast party. And no one got stung, so that's good. Because I was honestly worried that we were going to, in real life, live the bit in the party. <laughs> That uh, we did on the podcast. Luke, I have to make a correction. I actually did get stung by your charm and hostfulness. Oh, well, thank you. I I aim to sting that way. Um, a little fun behind the scenes story is if you listened in the end of last uh, the last episode, um, you could hear when I say not the bees, not the bees, this is the best song ever. And I was screaming that. Uh, at the very end, you can hear a row, and it's because uh, I committed so hard to the bit that I tipped over my chair 
and just started screaming, not the bees. Like I was feet away from the mic. And apparently it's a thing that Kyle told me that cats don't like when you're like yelling. And I think it's like the same way where like they try when they're trying to like defend their territory, they get really loud. Like Mm -hmm. my cat, when she was freaking out with the other cat outside, she would, so she's like hearing me screaming and then came over and was like, she was freaking out and he was losing it. And I had to calm her down and be like, I'm just pretending. I'm just pretending. But like, I thought she might attack me or something. She was like upset. Yeah. We, uh, we usually do a little debrief after we stop recording and you were just like, I gotta go by. I gotta go now. And she was fine, really, like, a minute after that. I just uh, had to, like, chill out and lower the lower the temperature a little bit, stop yelling, and she was totally fine. But I, uh, that that's the dedication I have to uh, this show. That's <laughs> Give the heat my you cat bring. a panic attack. Yeah. Um, the, the last thing I wanted to bring up from Corrections and Reflections was that I'm psychic and I said Manchester Orchestra needs to release an acoustic version and but a day after I said those words what they do released an acoustic version of Bedhead so you're welcome and thank you Manchester Orchestra yes you're Uh, welcome Manchester Orchestra you're welcome Manchester Orchestra because I made you do that no I was saying you're welcome to the rest of the world because I got them to do that Oh, so Manchester Orchestra, you're existence. not welcome. Yes, they are thanked. The rest of the world is welcome. Got it. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about the music we're excited for. <laughs> let's talk about the music we've been listening to in Touts. Touts. Well, my oldest Tout, I'll start with first. Sour from Olivia Rodrigo. What a awesome album from a brand new artist yes i've been hearing uh good for you non-stop on tiktok uh since that came out although now it is shifting to bo burnham stuff so okay that's well driver's record. license was was huge on tiktok when it came out yeah, of course uh good for you is 2021's misery business I've, it is i've heard everyone uh, have that take like, and it's it's correct it's shockingly similar to yeah. <laughs> Misery Business, I feel like. I've, I've heard a rumor, and this is super unfounded, but uh, all of the songs on this album are kind of antagonistic. And there's a rumor that she's going to put out a second album called Sweet. That's going to oh, be all okay. like the, the classic go. love songs. This is this is very Kendrick classic. Lamar, Damn, and then I was going to say, or very like Taylor Swift. There's going to be a third album after yeah. Evermore called uh, Woodvale or whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> but honestly, I'd be down because I really have been enjoying Sour quite a bit. Well, I'm going to jump in before you finish the rest of your touts because. Uh, driver's license just the like quiet piano vibe of it was reminding me of something and it's uh the song highway patrol stun gun by youth lagoon and i've got the vinyl on my wall but the album savage hills ballroom by youth lagoon is was the the band's last album trevor powers is now doing solo stuff but it's just not the same and that album is beautiful. And that song, it's not totally like Driver's License. The piano part reminds me of it because it's just got yeah. a really pretty piano part. And um, 
So that's my retro tout to a 2015 album. I think that's the coolest thing about music is that like one element will remind you of something else, and like that you follow. If you follow that, you'll never run out of things to listen to. It's like this thing sounds like that thing, and that thing sounds like this thing. That this thing sounds like the other thing, and the other um, thing sounds like this thing. Exactly. <laughs> it's all a cycle. Um. Okay, you can finish the rest of your touts now. I so rudely interrupted you. <laughs> uh, Wallace, friend of the pod, put out Off the Rails, a, uh, a six-track EP that I really enjoyed that features uh, Hey Michael, the song I played a yes. month or two ago. And it's really fun and cool. The cover has her in a cowboy hat making a finger gun, and that's cool. Um. So... Our uh, realtor's name is Michael, uh-huh. and Kyle used to sing the MGMT song, Me and Michael, and then today I was typing out a text response to him, and I said, hey, Michael. Like, I was reading it back to Kyle. I was like, hey, Michael. And I go, hey, Michael, you American psycho. <laughs> I wanted to type it in the message. Hey, Michael, you American psycho. <laughs> Where the hell did oh. my night go? Where the hell did my night go? Uh, but yeah, I'm super excited. I haven't listened to that one yet, and I want to check it out, because she's great. Yeah. Uh, and then two really vibey, chill albums that came out last week. Man Made by Green Tea Peng and Rare Pleasures by Mind Sign. Uh, both mm. really, really cool... Uh, not ambient, but very... Um, like lush, and lush albums, yeah. Floaty, yeah. Rare pleasures, um, especially, kind of feels like a. It, it keeps returning back to this like same motif throughout it, and there's like rare pleasure one, two, three, and four. Oh, yeah. Tracks. You said it's almost like they're sweets. Yeah, exactly. They kind of they return back to this basic sound, right. and then that's cool. Expand upon it in a different way all four times. I, I want to listen to it more. Say, we should say that's spelled M-N-D-S-G-N. I thought it was Mind Sagan. Maybe mind it's, sign makes a lot more sense. Maybe. It's Mintzigut. Um, but yeah, I haven't uh, checked either of those out. I do prefer an herbal tea pang, you know, get the... Uh, the See, and I'm, tea- I'm... Also, that sounds like tea pang. Tea pang. <laughs> I uh, I much prefer some caffeine, so green tea is a little low energy for me. Yeah. Uh, and Luke, um, I will finish off my touts by it. passing it off to you because I know what your first tout's gonna be, and it's also in yes. mine. Hit it. Exactly. It is Justin Bieber with justice. No, I'm just kidding. I tried to think of something funny, and that was the first thing I could think of. No, it's Japanese breakfast with Jubilee. Don't even fuck with me. Uh, It's obviously that. I loved it so much. I've only listened once, and I'm going to listen more. But so good. So many great synth sounds. So many great horns, which that was like, oh. On the first song, there was some amazing horn part, and then later and i was like i was not expecting that sound i was expecting the synthy sound but so she's doing all sorts of cool new shit is it the sound of the summer yes yes it is there's no question 
Uh, yeah, Paprika, such an amazing opener. Yeah, so good. And then there's like a three-track run of B-Sweet, Kokomo, Indiana, and Slide Tackle. And I could listen to that over and over oh. and over again. Slide yeah. Tackle has been my favorite so far. I love Savage Good Boy, too. The one with the video with Michael Imperioli yeah. in it. and uh, But I hadn't really listened to that song that much. So when that one came up, I was like, damn, this is really good. Yeah, that was... That was my least favorite of the singles she put out, but in the context of the album, I really, really enjoy it. So that's definitely going to be one of my favorite albums of the year. I feel like that's going to be in the top 20, probably Japanese Breakfast with Jubilee. Uh, up next, Wolf Alice with Blue Weekend, which I always thought of Wolf Alice. Were you familiar with them? Yeah, I heard the singles from this album. Yeah, because I thought they were more like a rock band, which I think they are at times, but the single, The Last Man on Earth, I think it is, is like this really like slow-building piano uh, song that was super cool. So I'm very interested to check out the rest of that album. Uh, what I heard was really good. And then uh, Brian had shared this in our Discord channel, We Are The Union, with the album Ordinary Life, they apparently formed in Ann Arbor, and they're a ska band. It's super fun. I was listening to it. And, you know, sometimes I think the ska sound can be a little cheesy for me on certain songs, but those horns can just give a nice little kick to whatever song. Like, I was like, the song is, like, fun already, kind of like Power Poppy, like, early 2000s. But then when those horns come in, I'm like, okay, now we're cooking. This is good stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. I think uh, I've resisted yeah. the the Scanazans, uh dude, too much in. already, and I just need to I need to let it wash over me like a trumpet washes over a quiet room. Exactly, you need to just submerge yourself in ska, ska, ska merged yourself. Um, Subscribe to myself. You said you needed to give in, so I was trying to put. Ska and acquiesce. Ska acquiesce? Nope, doesn't work. Luke, are you okay? (laughs) I'm speaking in tongues. That's that's definitely Uh, your activation word. Oh no, I summoned Jesus. (laughs) That was the code word to get Jesus to come back to Earth. All this time. Hey, buddy. We just high fived. How'd it feel? Pretty cool. Um, I came all right uh next up we got rostam with change phobia i played uh in last week and his uh sophomore solo album is out now so that's got some good stuff on there he rediscovered his love of jazz and so that was like influenced the sound which is interesting um my last one did not come out this week but it is one that has really grown on me. Uh, it's this group, Losa Spliffs, and I'm sure I'm not saying that right, um, but I think I'm close. And the album is Astraic Back, but they have sort of like a retro, almost mariachi-ish sound mixed with like rock and can be kind of funky. And uh, the song Pero Rabioso has this great organ part that's like, and it gets stuck in my head just the groove is so good and it's on my grooves playlist as well but i just revisited the album because like 
there's some songs that are just sort of like drumming and chanting. Um, and those are cool too, because I mean, the drumming's like insane, but it seems like they're taking some of the like traditional sounds and bringing them into the new era. And so it's a super interesting sound. I wasn't totally sure at first how I felt about it, but upon listening more, I'm like, they got the grooves, baby. Um, so I got, that's mainly it for my touts for the albums. Uh, I do have one song tout, which is the mountain goats, uh, new single dark in here is out. And, uh, I just got a advance of the new album and have not stopped listening to it since. Uh, I was cleaning my house this weekend and just had that playing on repeat. It is so good. It's my favorite album of theirs since Goths, which came out in 2017. Wow. And, yeah, I mean, they've had, like, five albums. Yeah. They, they've uh... had, like, five albums since Goths, but this is definitely the one. Um, and, I mean, they had three albums last year. Yeah. But uh, it's so good. And... Uh, I don't know that Darken here and Mobile are not two of my favorite songs on the album. They're two of the singles. But the slow parts on Death Metal albums, that's the other single, is amazing. And uh, so just as an overall tout, just listen to the Mountain Goats. And I'm going to be uh, sharing, like, probably in a couple weeks, my Best of Mountain Goats uh, playlist that I've been updating in anticipation of their new album out so i'll be sharing that and kevin i you mentioned fallout boy earlier and i just want to say mountain goats on this new album are giving fallout boy a run for their money in terms of long titles uh so and they've done this before you had me scared there because mountain goats moving to a more fallout boy inspired sound oh would not be good not at all but no, no, not at all. Uh, although I think they could pull it off. But no, I'm just talking about long titles, which they have been known for in the past somewhat. I mean, the best ever death metal band in Denton, Texas. Like, that's a long one, too. But yeah. so on the new album, you got The Destruction of the Super Deep Cola Borehole Tower. Um, And then really just, it's really just these two. There's that one. And then arguing with the ghost of Peter Loeffner about his Coney Island baby review. (laughs) That's such a good one though. Truly Um, incredible. Yeah. So maybe I need to do a mountain goats title song, or we could do one where you have to pick if it's fallout boy or mountain goats. We'll, we'll think about this. I'll do some research. Yeah. We are now leaving Touts Island. Uh, please board the ferry and we'll make our way over to Shouts Peninsula. All right. First up, Shouts to Sky Zoo. Amazing rapper. Uh, I heard one song from this and it's uh, called All the Brilliant Things and it sounded sweet. It's like about gentrification in uh, Brooklyn, I believe, and just about talking about i saw he posted saying he like grew up or like down the street from notorious big like he grew up in that neighborhood and just like how the neighborhoods changed so much and he talked about like the relationship between the guys who were on the corner and the guys who actually like make it at like big because he was both he was the guy on the corner and then he became the biggest star in the world you know so 
uh, super, super interesting album. Going to be really good. Um, Azure Ray with Remedy, the long-awaited return of that great group. Um, and then Kayflay with Inside Voices. She's got a Tom Morello collaboration on there that Ooh. I keep hearing about. So that's pretty cool. Um, I did say she's going a bit into Gorilla's territory with that cartoon. Kind of looks like Noodle, but I'll let it slide. But I got my eye on you, Kayflay. I'm going to be uh, writing Damon a little letter if you uh, get any closer to his animated characters. I don't know, Luke. Um, I'd say the line between those are very uh, blurred. Yes. Wait, is that supposed to be that like was a Robin a joke. joke or something? Oh. <laughs> it was a good one, that? but it was a blur joke. <laughs> yes, that's good stuff. Um. And then Migos with Culture 3. They're still keeping the culture theme strong. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be just as good as the last one was. Luke, you talked about the Mountain Goats. One of, uh, I did. One of music's Man. most productive bands. But let's give a shout oh. to the most productive band. King Gizzard yeah. and the Lizard Wizard with Butterfly 3000. I think they got them beat. It's like Mountain Goats did three albums in 2020. They did five. <laughs> yeah. They won't stop. They can't be stopped. I'll listen to it. Let's, I've been uh, trying to stop them. Yeah. No, they, they will not be stopped. I've got court orders in effect that they are violating and they will not stop. But court orders don't affect lizard magic. That's the problem. I keep telling you that. Just like Airbud. <laughs> Uh, we've got Sleater Kinney with Path of Wellness. This, I think, is their first album without longtime drummer Janet Weiss. So, oh, really? Yeah, now they're just say, a duo. They've made multiple albums since they made their comeback. So I thought you were going to say this is their first album and whatever. And I was like, no, no, no. They just had an album. I uh, thought their last album was a departure from their past sound. And I wasn't... It wasn't the Sleater Kenny that I, I know and love, so maybe this is a return or maybe an evolution. We'll find out. Probably an evolution, but I do... I remember briefly listening to their last album when we were on our way back from Spain on our honeymoon, and so I didn't spend that much time with it, but I remember liking it quite a bit, actually. There were a couple songs I really liked. I just, yeah. as a whole, it didn't grab me as much as I wanted it to. Yeah. But you know, they uh I think they've definitely moved past, you know, the punk sound that they started as, you know, they've definitely matured a lot since then. Yeah. So be interesting to hear. And uh finally we've got Garbage with No Gods, No Masters. Oh. Classic. Yes. Shirley Manson. Uh fun fact, my Low-key favorite James Bond theme is Garbage's The World Is Not Enough. Wow. What, is that from the 90s? Or? Yeah, it's Pierce Brosnan's third Bond movie. It's the one with um, Denise Richards. The Brosnan. As Dr. Oh. Christmas Jones, a nuclear scientist. <laughs> uh, the villain can't feel pain, and it's a delight from start to finish. Wow. Okay, what's this called again? The World Is Not Enough. I need to watch this. I think the only Brosnan one I saw was the one with Holly Berry. Uh, th that one is like bad in a bad way. This one's bad in a great way. 
Yeah, that sounds fun. Doctor yeah. Christmas Jones. I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it for you. Uh, the last line of that movie is it turns out Christmas doesn't just come once a year, and that's <laughs> the most vile statement said in a Bond movie. Um, you know, speaking of movies that are bad in a good way with Denise Richards, uh, Tammy and the T-Rex is like the most insane movie I've ever seen. They need to do a strange cinema on that. I should suggest that. Um, cause it's literally where her boyfriend, Paul Walker gets in a car accident and they put his brain inside a T-Rex. That's what the movie is about. And where do they the get a T-Rex? Scene, yeah, oh that's a whole fucking thing okay. there's some crazy crazy scientist who just had the t-rex ready to go but it's like just, just needed a brain scene is just like makes me feel so gross and weird and i'm just like what did i just watch um it's good stuff so i'm adding uh that james bond movie to my list <laughs> you yes. should uh add tammy and the t-rex to your list it's oh, on show I'm uh is that um, is that Steve Buscemi? Or is that just a very poor depiction I of someone? I don't think maybe. I don't think Buscemi's in it, but there's some people, you know, some people pop up. This but poster mainly Paul Walker and It's something else. Yeah. Oh, do you think the poster is good? Just watch, wait till you see the movie. Um and just I mean, my description of the plot is so brief it's so much more insane even before he gets turned into the t-rex uh it's absurd uh and speaking about genetic modification we somehow have three daddies we're a planet amp podcast powered by pinecast head over to planetamppodcast.com slash best song ever that's our show page and there's a link there to our discord channel so please join the server and, uh, and come share some great music recommendations. Get some music recommendations. Uh, every Friday, me, uh, Kevin, and Brian are on there sharing all the stuff we're listening to. So please, we'd love to have you. We've had some people sharing some great stuff, and it's just been a very fun channel so far. Yeah, I've enjoyed it a lot. It's my it's my place to be Friday morning. And of course, daddy number three offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. Head over there. Check out all the great interviews, podcasts, and all that good stuff. So that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your mini perspec. And this is Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those mini waterfalls. <laughs> this is best song mini ever. Mini.